Let's go down to the holy river. Welcome to Prince Drive by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about friend, lover, sister, mother, wife from Emancipation. It is the final track of the second disc, one which is pretty obviously dedicated to Maite, and I feel like she fits, I mean, at least four of those five titles. I'm not quite sure about the third one in that list. Uh, recorded early in 1996, uh, obviously around the time when Maite was pregnant, and released on the 19th of November 1996. On the on the track you have Prince, you have Kathleen Bradford and Rhonda Johnson um, doing backup vocals. I don't think either of them really did anything significant after this track with mm. Prince. Uh, this is, I, as far as I know, their only appearance on Emancipation. The song is 7 minutes 37, and joining me to talk about it today is Elliot Wallace. Hello, Elliot. Hello. In terms of a genre, I feel quite confident in saying that this is a Purple Rain. I was actually thinking more Adore. Oh, were you? Oh, yeah, no, I guess. Yeah, because I, I, when I, th- I think of Purple Rain more so as not just a ballad, but a power ballad where it has this big uh, rising... Um, like I could definitely see the parallels with Purple Rain because of just of how influential that song is and how it's a ballad and how it kind of fits in. But for me, it felt a lot more closer to um, Adore, uh, not only in sound and sonically, but also kind of content wise and lyrically, because I think there's a lot of regret in Purple Rain where this one is uh, it's it's more on the love side. Where Adore is more like love and lust, this is more explicitly love. So I definitely think yeah. it's, it's. I mean, I like a slow jam, kind of quiet storm ballad, uh, more akin to Adore, you know, when I was listening to it. I mean, when I say a Purple Rain, I mean an attempt by Prince to make like a defining like song on an album. Oh, and it's okay. usually the it's usually the closing song. Obviously, he attempts this once more on this album with Emancipation at the very end of the third disc. Yeah. Um, that's only about four minutes long, so it's not really long enough to kind of qualify. Um, and I'd say the last time he tried this was with Gold, which, again, was like a really long kind of, you know, power ballad type song. Um, you know, this is... And I, I, the thing is, I really love this song. I, You know, mm. I don't want to tip my hat too early, but for me, I feel it's a five out of five. Okay. Um, you know, and... Like it for me, it's a very emotional song. You know, the the first few times I listened to it after um, Prince's death, um, I did find it very like about three minutes in, I was literally just crying my eyes out because I was like, you know, it's it's almost it's like the most optimistic kind of time in Prince's life is you know during Maite's pregnancy. Yeah, and this is like one of those songs from that period of time. And you know, by the time the album comes out everything has kind of fallen apart a little bit for Prince. Right. And so, you know, there's a certain level of tragedy in this song. And, you know, in terms of like the lyrics and stuff, it's probably one of my favorite Prince songs because it's almost kind of like Prince, um, both kind of living up to his reputation and then excusing it all in one go and yeah. kind of using, using the eighties as an excuse to say, look, that was literally because I'd never met you. I think, you know, in terms of like, uh, you know, romantic sentiments. I think the idea of saying, you know, acknowledging that you have a past, but then saying it, that kind of almost means nothing because it was just a way for me to become the person that I am now. Yeah. And that is the person that, you know, deserves to be with you. 
And, uh, you know, that I think is an interesting sentiment for Prince to put into a ballad. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, to kind of basically be like, you know, I've known a number of women and I've been very intimate with them in the last kind of like 15 or so years. But that was merely just a kind of an exercise in preparing myself to be with you. Right. Yeah, I can definitely see I can, I can see that progression in his life uh, in this in these lyrics. I think this is one of those the rarest time where I would take his lyrics uh, as auto, uh, autobiographically. Uh, or at least yeah. kind of like the most aware of his past. I, I've been kind of, you know, on edge on how much I want to do that with his songs and with his lyrics. But I think this was the rare time where you kind of have to understand where he was <laughs> yeah. in his life for him to uh, write this song. Yeah, I mean, particularly when you get to like the, the final like reprise of the chorus, where after every single word you have you have repeated over and over Tiamo. Yeah. Like in between each word, it's like literally friend Tiamo, lover Tiamo. Like, and it's it's clearly being sung in a female voice. I, obviously, you know, Maite's not credited as being on the track, so it's not Maite singing it. Um, I'm I'm going to guess that's probably where Rhonda Johnson and Kathleen Bradford come in. Um, but like that kind of, it's like there's no other reason for Prince to put Tiamo in between each one of those words unless it isn't a song that's about Maite. Um, right. You know. And we also have the, like, apart from the title, obviously, you know, Friend, Lover, Sister, Mother, Wife, which is, you know, a very long title as it is. I don't, I'm not sure that this is the longest ever Prince title, because I think stuff like uh, I Could Never Take the Place of Your Man, stuff like this, in terms of letters, I'm sure there's slightly longer titles. Right. But it's still a really long title. But in terms of that, you also have the fact that he he has other titles that he puts in, which is Teacher, Healer, Feeler, Sight for Sore Eyes, or as he sings it, Shorage. Um... You know, um, so, you know, he, he he also so aside from those those kind of the titles that are in the, the kind of the actual name of the song, yeah. he also adds more titles throughout the song. Um, and, you know, it does feel like it, everything that he's talking about is directed at Maite. Yeah. Know? And like you say, obviously, most times with Prince, you don't want to you don't want to kind of have songs be autobiographical because I think it's I mean, it's like so rare that anything that he was singing about was actually autobiographical. I don't think that the events described in When Doves Cry are accurate, you know, I don't think his, you know, I mean, he was just like his mother or just like his father. Like, I, I think in that case, you know, you can, you kind of, you can kind of read too much if you, if you decide to take them as autobiographical. Right. But in this case, I think this is autobiography as song, you know, it's one of the few times where Prince, I think felt comfortable just being like, yes, this is about my life. I mean, for me, for, for me, uh, with like, I, I usually base it either, either in lyrics or what they say in interviews. And Prince was always a little standoffish in uh, a lot of interviews. So at, at the time, you know, it would have been hard for me to kind of say, okay, here's what he really means because he said this. So I can make that inference or I can make that connection a little clearer because he's at least, transparent there uh where this time around it you know but this time i I, i'm willing to just kind of be open and say like this is what he probably means and what he's referencing and you know we start with prince saying if i ever held a hand it was Mm. only because i'd never held your hand um you know uh, which i again such a such a great sentiment um you know uh that was part of the plan i had to get it right if i was to be your man and you know a, a, a clever way of acknowledging someone's past um, and just saying, essentially, um, well, I mean, it kind of dismisses, you know, he ha- he had a, a, you know, a very intense relationship with Susanna. And it kind of dismisses that as like almost like a, you know, like a starter relationship. Yeah. He's saying, 
you know, he's kind of like, oh, well, you know, Susanna, Kim Basinger, you know, um, who else was there? Vanity, Sheila E. Like, it's like Apollonia. Uh, you know, it's like, here's a, here's a long list of women that Prince had dated that basically was just so that he could get himself, you know, prepared to uh, marry uh, Maite. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I, I, I don't think he's, tr- I don't think he would frame it like that. I think he would frame it as, you know, uh, a way of kind of excusing Basically, anything that Maite might have seen in the tabloids, I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, which to be to be to be honest, you know, Prince was a lot more discreet about his relationships than um, you know other artists were in the eighties. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I only think of um, <laughs> of of Madonna and Sean Penn's uh, marriage, where on the beach, Sean Penn um, used a used sand to write a very explicit message to the, uh, the paparazzi. Mm. Um, you know, Prince was never one for that. You know, he, once he had Paisley Park, he, you know, he retreated to Minneapolis and, you know, spent most of his life there. Um, you know, obviously the, later on in his life, he also went to, to, you know, LA for a, a couple of years, but yeah, you know, like he was never very public about any of his relationships. In fact, I think, you know, if you, if you didn't know much about Prince, you might assume up until this point that he hadn't dated anybody. <laughs> um, you know, in public, it, it, it like you know there were a few rumors here and there about him, but it was like it was it was very rare you actually saw him out in public with someone. Yeah, and it was only really with my Maite that like it became a public thing. You know, for him to be you know uh, kind of you know courting her very publicly. Um, yeah, you know, so I you know those opening lines I always. You know, I always like them. And it's worth saying as well, the production on this song is, um, you know, is, I would say, uh, beautiful. You know, I just love it because it kind of just, it's a very slow build. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a nice, there's a nice kind of guitar part throughout it. Prince has got lots of kind of like um, backing vocals and harmonies. And, um, you know, like I said, towards the end where we get the TMOs coming in, um, it's it's kind of like it builds to a point. Yeah. Almost in the kind of the same way that, you know, Purple Rain kind of builds to a point. Right, yeah. But in that case, it's building to a crowd chanting along. <laughs> um, whereas here, it's Prince basically declaring his love over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, and when, when, when you mentioned that, uh, it does make me think more of kind of the uh, uh, yin and yang uh, polar opposites of what Purple Rain would be to, uh, you know, this song where yeah. one is for millions of purple rain is for millions of rain is for an audience uh friend lover sister mother wife is just for Maite, just for one person so i can yeah. see more of what you're saying um kind of with that comparison uh, yeah if i ever kissed your lips i needed time to cross the others off my list and we yeah. get we start to get little interjections which is something that i kind of this is this is one of the things i love in this song is where you know prince then immediately kind of goes off my list just like kind of as he says off my list um and then he says a higher high to the trip i wanted to go that was my wish yes it was and then we get the chorus which is friend lover sister mother wife um and then of course uh, air food water love of my life mm. um, so you know the titles that Maite you know will now have um, and you know the things that Prince needs to keep him going which I'm assuming yeah. Maite is at the top of that list at this point um, although interesting that he puts the word sister in there I was like the friend lover you know that's that's obviously you know uh, referring to someone who's going to be your partner as your best friend I think is always a sweet statement um, you know, and, you know, saying lover, I feel like that's fairly obvious when she yeah. was, you know, three or four months pregnant at this point. 
Um, and then when you have mother wife, obviously those are the fu- the future titles that he's giving to her. But I'm not quite sure how sister fits in there. And I always find that the one thing that kind of stands out a little bit to me in this title. Uh, I'm of two minds. On the one hand, that it's always like maybe he needed something to fill a meter. Um, yeah. Because even though friend, lover, mother, wife kind of work, I guess because I've heard the song so many times uh, uh, as the way it is, uh, I think sister fills the meter a little better. And then you have the next line where air, food, water, love of my life. I think that kind of works too so maybe it's filling a meter um but i think it's also kind of in the same way that somebody could be your your brother but they're not related to you by blood but it's like you know they're your deep friend and that's just another name uh for someone uh you know intimate like involved like intimately like not physically intimately but like who is a good deep friend so i think sister could work that way sister like if if it were two if it were a woman saying it that would be a little yeah. bit clearer when a man says it to a woman. It, I definitely, if not draws red flags, definitely is a little murkier. But I can definitely see using sister in that in that same way as you know this guy over here. He's my brother. You know. Yeah, I I mean I I understand. Yeah, it makes sense like that. But like you say, because Prince is singing it, <laughs> the fact that he says sister. Like yeah. you say, if it was a woman referring to another woman as their sister, that makes sense. If it was Prince referring to, you know, Chick Hunsbury as his brother, then that would make sense. Yeah. But the fact that Prince is referring to Maite as his sister makes it really, it, it always stands out as being a little weird. Also, the fact that it's so close to wife makes me think of sister wives, which ends up making me think of yeah. Mormons. And so it's kind of, you know, <laughs> so there's a that I mean, you know, that's just something that I, I feel like, yeah, like you say, it does feel like Prince is just filling the meter, you know, but then he could have started out with best friend, lover mother wife you know that would have I, I don't know i think it's just one of those weird things that when i hear it you know after 20 something years i'm used to hearing the song but it's it's still one of those things where i'm like i where there what what <laughs> you know it's just something that kind of sticks with me a little bit where i'm like i i'm not quite sure that that's the correct way to say it but i get what he i get what he's saying in fact even if we just said brother that would have kind of made a little bit more sense but uh <laughs> you know yeah so um, and then, of course, um, Prince um, goes for giving his past even more when he says, if I ever shared a bed, it was only because I wanted to live up to what the people said. Yeah, <laughs> that line, that line, I have mixed feelings about because it seems that it does. What they say, Elliot, what they say, what they yeah, say. Yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it definitely seems that he tries to absolve himself a little too much where he's saying i only was sexy and having so much sex because i thought that's what people wanted and now with you (laughs) i don't that was just wrong it's like well no that's you know you're sexually open that way you know it seems like that one it was kind of like a questionable writing it it does it does feel like prince kind of trying to rewrite history just a little bit there yeah and i'm almost certain the first time i listened to this song when he said what the people said i thought he'd sung what the papers said again that i mean that would make sense as well um though like i said prince was never really one to be kind of in the gossip columns in terms of his relationships yeah um you know i'd say aside from kim basinger like obviously you know, that was notable. But if Prince was just going out with someone from his band, then, you know, it's not like the papers really needed to pursue that. And he tells us, now I'm living instead every day just to say, you're the only one who's in my head. And he has the, you're the, the only one. Yes, you are. Mm. Um, 
And then we get into an interesting part of the relationship where Prince says, and if I ever made you cry, all I have to do is think about it and I just want to die. Um, and then we do get this little kind of like, um, I don't know, little kind of thing where Prince is like, I just want to break down and die, 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 die. You know, like kind of spoken rather than sung. Um, yeah. You know, and how do I ever make it by? I don't know. Without you, baby. I don't know. I never, I hope I never have to try. Um, and then he's, he implores, please don't ever leave me. Um, and then, of course, he says, oh, listen to me. And then we get, you know, the chorus again. I, I wanted to say something about that line, though, of, and if I ever made you cry, because when I, yeah. uh, listening to that again, it, it kind of reminded me a bit of also um, Automatic, where he has that line, uh, or I think it's like, uh Make I can't think of the line right now, but there's that line: "Make you cry, boohoo!" And if you cry, me cry, boohoo! It's automatic too. And I don't know why that just kind of seemed to kind of, in a way, make sense. But that just seemed like a that I mean that was like a completely subconscious callback, at least on my end, definitely. But I just thought about that line, you know, when I heard that line too. It, you know, it certainly feels like in the first two verses, it's Prince trying to say, you know, well, just kind of talking about his previous relationships yeah, and, you know, saying, you know, forgive me for being so, um, uh, so sexual with people, you know, <laughs> so much of a Lothario, yeah. you know, just kind of forgive my past basically. Yeah. And then also, you know, apologize for anything that's happened in this relationship so far yeah. that might have kind of hurt my day. Mm. And that obviously he doesn't mean that. And, you know, the whole kind of like, you know, the idea that you think about upsetting, you know, the times when you've upset someone and that also upsets you. That is, uh, I mean, this is Prince being very vulnerable, you know? Like, Absolutely. You know, and I feel like this is, I mean, obviously when he says the words, you know, I just want to break down and die. Um, having listened to this after Prince's death, then, you know, obviously that line has a completely separate, yeah. know, completely different uh, kind of connotation to me. Um, but yeah, you know, and um, <laughs> well, we get to like a, a middle eight um, when Prince sings... The eyes of my child, I see every time I look at you. Um, and then we get a little bit of, uh, I see that sweet baby smile. And he goes, a sweet baby smile, like a light that shines for all to see. And then we kind of get the, uh, you know, the classic, you know, everything drops out and Prince by himself. If I ever held a hand. Was only cause I never held yours. That was part of, part of the plan. I had to get it right. If I was to be your man, because... Mm. And then he goes back into the chorus. And each time we go to the chorus, he, he kind of adds a little bit of it. So for the, for the second time through the chorus, he added my sweet, sweet friend, lover, sister, mother, wife. And then this time he adds, you know, he we have the echo of friend, lover, sister, mother, wife. And then he goes, my, 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 my air, my food, love of my life. I love you. Mm. Everlasting life. Like there's little interjections added. And, you know, saying my air, my food is different from the previous time where it just said air, food, yeah. water, love of my life. Um, so I like that variation. Um, and then this is where he, you know, the, the kind of the chorus continues basically for the rest of the song. Yeah. And we add teacher, healer, feeler, sight for sore eyes. And then I love as well how we get the interjection of let me look at your eyes. You're so pretty. <laughs> and then he says, don't you know, don't you know, you're my friend, my lover. My sister, love of my life, mother one. Mm. You know, so we kind of get everything mixed up. And then, of course, we go to the final part, which is probably my favorite part of the song, which is as as he sings each word, we get the friend, Tiamo, lover, Tiamo, sister, Tiamo, mother, wife. Um, you know, and then, of course, we get the till death do us part, baby. And then I love the little yes, sir, <laughs> which is just like 
it's such a great interjection. And then, of course, you know, the air, Tiamo, food, Tiamo, water, Tiamo, love of my life. Um, and then as it gets to the end of the song, we get kind of Prince just very quietly singing friend, lover, sister, mother, wife. And then we have like a, a flourish from the strings and that's the end of the song. Yeah. And, you know, I, I mean, for a song that's, you know, almost seven and a half minutes, I don't feel like there's anything wasted in this song. You know, each each time the chorus comes back, Prince has varied it and he's he's added more to it. You know, by the time we get to the, you know, we have the kind of the instruments dropping out kind of, you know, statement. And then we kind of go back to the chorus and then we, we have like an extra chorus added on. And then Prince starts singing Tiamo in between every word. Yeah. Um, you know, and then it kind of quietens down. And, you know, it's just like Prince here is kind of very much in charge of the dynamics. You know, that's something that kind of, you know, always impressed me about Prince is he knew how to kind of start a song quiet and then kind of build it up and then get to the climax, which in this case is, you know, the, the kind of Tiamo chorus. Yeah. And then just finish off nice and quiet. And that concludes the second disc. You know, that's. Uh, and I, I mean, in all honesty, I I feel like this is one of the strongest songs out of the thirty six. Right. And not I don't want to prejudge Emancipation before I get there, but I feel like that's a weaker finish to the third disc um, than this is to the second disc. Mm. Um, you know, like I feel this is a really strong sentiment that Prince is putting forward here, even if he does spend the first two verses kind of trying to get some forgiveness. Um, for his past behavior yeah. but you know the sentiment that he's expressing that you know he sees Maite who at this point I think is only you know 20 22 I think mm. um, maybe even 21 you know the fact that he sees her as you know I mean let's put it like this in terms of you know the people who've known Prince by this point you only really have like Eric Leeds and Alan Leeds who are left from the revolution days. Yeah. Like pretty much everybody else in Prince's life is kind of, you know, even most of the, you know, the MPG aren't featured on this album. You basically have Prince has like a new band and, you know, even though Kirk Johnson is still around, he's mm. got a different kind of set of responsibilities. And, you know, you've, you've had the addition with, of, of like a couple of other people. And for the fact that Prince at this point feels that Maite, you know, is his friend, uh, I yeah. think it's implicit. It's implicit that that she's his best friend at this point, um, you know, and the fact that he's declaring to the world that she is, you know, the lover, mother, and wife. Like it feels like this is this is a kind of very public statement that Prince has never done before up until no. this point. And uh, you know, in terms of his songs, I think this is kind of like one of the bravest things that he's kind of done because, you know, up until this point, he's basically kept most of his relationships very quiet, and like being this kind of kind of declarative about this relationship is you know it's such an interesting kind of step yeah. obviously up until this point we've had like you know 11 other songs that were also about Maite but none of them really kind of have this aside from let's have a baby which you know I, I feel is kind of very direct like this feels like the most direct Prince has been in terms of expressing you know his love for Maite in public um, you know and obviously he was a very private man mm -hmm. and so I think this is interesting that you know he spent seven minutes of this disc being like this is the person that I love she's my best friend um, and she's basically everything else you know the fact that he says you know love of my life you know or the fact that he labels her air food and water you know like everything he needs to survive is my take all the elements and, uh, for him are from her which you know while on one hand is kind of romantic at the same time when something goes bad, you know, what else are you left with? That's a little, you know, putting so much onto one person. 
that's bad for both ends. You know, a 20 something, you know, here you are, you're in your early 20s, you're pregnant with Prince's child and Prince is, is writing basically 60 minutes of music. Um, in addition to, you know, like the whole Karma Sutra ballet thing as well. You know, like there's a lot of material that's just about Maite that that comes out in this particular year. You know, so yeah, Prince is Prince is basically putting everything on her shoulders, um, but at the same time, you know, uh, uh, like were I a musician and I were you know so romantically inclined, I feel like you wouldn't be able to help yourself from, um, you know, writing a song like this. And also, you know, this makes a change from. Well, let's put it like this: one of the one of the other artists that I really enjoy is Ben Folds. Okay. Um, and he has been married four times. Oh, wow. And that means his last three solo albums have all basically been divorce albums um, because they've all come out just after he's been divorced. And most of the songs are very much about those divorces. Oh. You know, if you listen to some of the songs and you know that Ben Folds has been divorced um, after each of those records, you can really hear some of the bitterness, although put in the form of very upbeat kind of pop songs. But you can hear the bitterness. And I think the opposite is true here. You know, with Prince, you can really hear the love that he has for Mighty yeah. in this song. And who else would who else would do, you know, a seven minute power ballad about their love than Prince? Um, you know, so it, I, I guess it just makes a change from, um, you know, some artists who would have a habit of recording songs when relationships broke up. But, you know, for Prince, being in a relationship is is kind of the reason for his creativity at this point. So yeah. it's it's always nice to kind of hear this this part of Prince's life, especially because this was to be a very, very brief um, kind of time. You know, the, the point where Prince was happily married and, you know, was expecting to be a father and was recording these songs. You know, we're talking a period of, of merely seven months yeah. um, from from marriage to, you know, to, to the end of the pregnancy. And, you know, it, you can hear it that this is this is Prince, you know, about as happy as he can be. And, you know, even though most of the interviews were given after the, the death of his son, um, you know, the interviews that came out around emancipation, you can still read into those a lot of the kind of joy that Prince had. You know, yeah. at that particular point, it feels like it was mostly kind of for the cameras. You know, obviously, Prince just wasn't he hadn't started grieving yet. You know, something which, of course, makes this song. You know, the fact that Prince is saying the words "mother, wife" over and over again. You know, it makes it kind of a tragic song. Which, oh yeah. You know, you obviously know where the relationship went, but it's it's nice to it's really weird because it's like nice to hear Prince so happy. Yeah. And even when the album came out, and you know, obviously, I'm listening to the album, and I get to the end of the second disc, and I hear this song, and I'm just like. By the end of this song, I'm like, that was just, you know, it's just, to me, it was, you know, an amazing experience to just hear Prince being that happy. Yeah. And obviously, rare, rare that he, he's ever autobiographical. So, you know, nice to kind of almost feel like you're getting a glimpse into his life. Yeah. Uh, you know, happy and vulnerable, I think. I mean, we, we did a um, strange relationship in the past, and I think there's some vulnerability there, but it was kind of... That's when it was a little hard to kind of link it to something autobiographical. This is him talking about something, being vulnerable about it, and being happy about it. I think that's kind of uh, what makes uh, some of this really powerful, too. And I think also then that works with the musical, um, the music side, which focus, which, you know, comes a lot from like the ballad, like just a, a really romantic kind of ballad sound. So it's a really, really interesting experience. Really good experience. Yeah. And, you know, on, on the liner notes, Prince says it was written in Tokyo while, while she slept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, she being Maite in this case. Um, so, and, and, and he talks about it being recorded in secrecy. So, obviously, this was this was a sentiment that he wanted to, you know, to kind of 
hide from Maite until she could hear the finished song. Um, and, you know, where I'm Maite and Prince was playing me this song, I'd be like, this is, you know, this is an amazing kind of gift. Yeah. Um, obviously, you'd have to realize that, you know, you're with an amazing musician. Um, but yeah, so and th- like the, the studio version of this song was played at the wedding reception on uh, February 14th, 1996. Um, you know, so obviously, I mean, it feels like Prince was recording it early 96 for this purpose, you know, to once they were married to kind of play it at the reception. Uh, which again is amazing imagine being at that reception and prince is like oh here's a song that i wrote for maite and then you know he has a first dance with maite to a song that he wrote you know it's very rare that you know uh, a bride and groom are able to have their first dance to a song that it was written you know about then so you know i i don't know it's unless they're like a really hipster couple which they probably were like hippies and they probably would do that (laughs) yeah i guess but i mean like a fully studio produced version you know like Rather than someone maybe recording like a lo-fi version of it, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know everything about this song, you know, I love, and mostly because you know it it it's almost like you know time travel. You know, I'm able to right. kind of go back to you know to that to that period to to February '96 and to you know the height of of you know Prince and Maite's relationship. Um, you know, Maite, you know, is pregnant, and you know everything is basically looking up for Prince. You know, he's. He's finally figured a way out of his contract. You know, he's he's got his deal with EMI coming down the line. You know, like this is basically, you know, I mean, I think either this song or the previous song is either the exact halfway point in terms of if you count the amount of songs Prince released on studio albums. So you're kind of at the, the very middle of Prince's career and, you know, you're kind of at the high point of, of his personal life. Uh, not to say Not yeah. to say that in later years, you know, he wasn't as happy. Um, but it just feels like, you know, uh, you know, what happened with regards to, you know, um, to to Amir and, you know, later on, apparently, Maite, you know, Prince and Maite, they tried for another child and there was a miscarriage, you know, that basically kind of put an end to their relationship. And, you know, yeah. kind of within a couple of years, you know, they were separated and then Prince, you know, married his second wife and, you know, a few years after that became a, you know, a Jehovah's Witness and, you know, maybe then he found a bit more contentment in his personal life again, but it just feels like this was Prince, you know, as happy as he was going to ever be. And, you yeah. know, it's just nice to listen to this song and just kind of be in that place again. And, you know, for me, obviously, it takes me back to when I first heard the album, which is, you know, was always, a, you know, it's always nice to kind of travel back 20 something years and think about your younger self. Um, but yeah, so for me, it's always, it, you know, it's a five. It's, it's out of everything that's on this album, you know, if I was to try and whittle it down to, you know, one album out of the three, you know, I would say that this is definitely, this is always one of the kind of top three songs for me off this album. I'll give it a four. Originally, I had it kind of in the middle area where it's like three, three point, or 3.5, but t- again, you always do this, you know, talking more about it and linking, uh, listening more and thinking more about it and kind of getting picked up with your enthusiasm kind of helped me bump it up a little bit more. You know, like I was thinking uh, about this song and how it did. It, it Nostalgia was definitely something I felt, too, because it reminded me of just of something that I would hear uh, on like a, on an R&B radio station in the mid 90s. Um so yeah, that was kind of a, a similar feeling I was having too. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, obviously, if you're a DJ, you know it's seven and a half minutes, so it's a good time for you to go and take a break. 
Uh, you know, Absolutely. stick it on, pop to the toilet, come back. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. announce announce another song by Boys to Men, and then uh, and then off you go. Uh, yeah. So I mean, you know, obviously by the time you know the, the album was released, uh, like we said, you know, Prince Prince's you know the pregnancy did not end well. Uh, Prince and right. Maite basically, you know, they were not in a good place, and you know, Prince never played this song live, which, you know, I, I it always to me it feels it feels like if you know, if Amir had survived and, you know, he, he'd been healthy, it, this feels like a song that would have become Prince's, you know, would have been the, the kind of the final encore song for practically every single, you know, show for the next 20 years. Because, you know, if, if he was still with right. Maite, it feels like, you know, he would always want to, you know, declare that publicly and be like, you know, this is this is about me and Maite and, and let everyone know. But obviously, you know, things add, and it kind of ended tragically and, and you know, Prince just obviously never wanted to perform this song, yeah. you know, because, you know, the thing is, you know, when you put the word wife, you know, mother wife in the title, you know, she obviously was still his wife, but, you know, she wasn't a mother. And, and I guess, you know, if you're Prince, you're like, well, it feels like that. It almost feels like that sentiment becomes a little cruel to be, to be singing, you know, yeah. you know, mother, at my taste, you know, so. Um, and you know no one's covered it but uh, to me i feel like if someone you know if someone had the right kind of um you know the right kind of take on it i feel like this would make a really good song for someone to kind of uh, cover maybe tevin campbell mm. can get his own back and uh and, you know <laughs> after prince took shush back from him maybe he can he can take friend of a sister mother wife back from prince but uh, yeah so far no one's covered it but you know i i, th- I feel right. like a lot of this this is not one of those songs where there's not much in it and it lives in the production, but I feel like the production is something that really sells it. Um, you know, yeah. like this could be a song that could be really kind of soppy, but I feel like the, the force that Prince puts behind it, and it's worth saying as well, Prince really kind of pushes his voice on some of the on some of the background vocals and you know some of the interjections, and and I feel that's kind of one of the things that really kind of you know sells the song to me. Also, you know, obviously. Uh, you know, anticipating your emancipation, I'd read so much about Prince and Maite that by the time the album came out, you know, it was kind of like, I mean, it's funny because in 96, it was almost like, okay, give it a rest, Prince, you know, like, <laughs> like um, you know, we've had so much of the two of you, like, being interviewed on programs for like the last year and a half, like, I'm kind of sick of you as a couple, so give it a rest. <laughs> but, you know, looking back now, it's like, I, I guess maybe as I'm older, this is kind of like, yeah, this is, this is the sentiment that you know that I would uh, that I would want to express to to the person that I loved. You know, unfortunately, you know, Prince has already got there. You know, I don't think I'm going to top this. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I gave up songwriting, Elliot. You know, I was never going to be able to top this. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah. So I feel like we said about as much as we can about friend and lover and sister and mother and wife. So. Uh, let's get a plug. Is there anything you wish to plug, Elliot? Uh, just my Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at E.H. Wallace. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Elliot. Oh, thank you very much. And otherwise, Oh. <laughs>